Welcome to Real Life Podcast Conversations from Life Foursquare. We invite you to dive deeper into the more difficult topics of faith. Have you struggled to gain understanding about biblical topics not often taught about from the pulpit? We may not have all the answers, but we are committed to the ongoing conversations as we search God's Word together. Mark and Lynn Cooper, local pastors, are your hosts. This show is our attempt at answering questions in greater depth than a sermon allows. We look forward to the dialogue and conversations your questions will bring. You can email us at reallifeatvisitlife.org. This podcast will cover many biblical topics, some fun, some serious, and some will simply pique your interest. This podcast is sponsored by Life Foursquare Church. It's produced by our media team here at Life Foursquare. This is week one, where we will be discussing parenting in a pandemic. I think everyone that is parenting in the season of life has found themselves asking questions about parenting, about their children, about their sanity. Absolutely. And they're questions that you never imagined you would be asking. And so today we wanted to talk about parenting in a pandemic. What does this mean when you have children and you're trying to help them understand what's happening in our world? Now, I think if you have little ones, this has probably caused very little disruption or question. Um, But for those of us that have children and teenagers, young adults, this has brought about a lot of conversation. Um, One of the scriptures that I want to present as um, maybe a, a measuring stick or maybe hope, rather, mm-hmm. is from uh, the third book of John, chapter 1, verse 4. And it says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. And I know for my life, that is our goal as parents, that our children would not just go to church or establish the pattern of church, but that our children would walk in truth. And the only way they'll walk in truth is if they are in relationship with the Lord and they have become Bible readers and um, that they're developing their relationship by being obedient to the Lord and uh, asking the Lord the questions about, what do I do with my life? What what was I made for? Um, and so our job is to help cultivate that in our children's lives. And yet there's been so much disruption in this past year that what does it mean? How do we continue to steer our children to be um, men and women of God that are mighty in truth and in power? That's really good. Especially when you talk about, you know, the, there's a couple caveats here. One is parenting. That's a discussion all in itself. Um, parenting different generations of kids or different ages of kids. Parenting toddlers is a little different than parenting teenagers. But then to add into it all the unknowns of a global pandemic um, really brings in some different kind of obstacles that you got to learn to navigate. 
to see them for what they are, I can tell you in our experience, um, you know, that there's a, there's a couple different points of conversation that you can have just on all th- all of those different aspects of of this topic. You know, parenting in a pandemic, and so the the natural mindset of what are we doing with our kids as we try to raise them well. Well, our primary job is to raise them so that they know the Lord, raise them so that they develop a personal relationship with God. Like Lynn said, not to just encourage the behaviors of church attendance or of a, a, a connection with a type of religion, but to encourage a connection with the Creator um, and a personal relationship with the Creator can be challenging and varies from child to child. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that this is a welcome conversation. I'm hoping that we'll even have some feedback from people as they've engaged. I know yeah. we have a lot of friends who, um, in spite of everything else that's going on in their life, friends that are teachers or medical workers or policemen or mm-hmm. you know construction workers, they still have to raise their children. They still have to invest in their children's lives. And now on top of that, they've got to make sure they're doing school and passing and signing on in the mornings and and doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing. So this this is a really interesting conversation. I like I like thinking about where this is going to go and how we're going to actually dig into some of this. So Right. Parenting with intention is always the goal. And yet sometimes while we're still processing things um, we can get sidetracked, right? And, you know, when I reflect on this past year with our children, our youngest, who's now eight, really this has been a season of when is COVID going to be over? I mean, that's probably the question she has asked the most. When is COVID going to be over? Yeah. Because I'm tired of the mask. I'm tired of not being able to hug my teacher. I'm tired of not being able to have sleepovers. Um, have and... sleep, you know, just all these things that were a norm for her. Um, and now she's had to try and understand. And I don't know that understanding is the goal. I would say the goal is to help them trust the Lord no matter what life presents. Because that is the value that you want to instill in your kids in the long term, right? That life will always present difficulties and or, to be quite honest, it's always going to present um, things that don't quite make sense this side of heaven. And so the goal really to understand with this earthly thinking, I don't know how much good that will do. But we know that if we can build our faith and trust in the Lord, that we're building not only children that can see a kingdom, but we're building mighty men and women of God. And so for us, it's been more about the faith reflection and to see things in the kingdom perspective rather than to stay focused on this earthly perspective of the pandemic. Yeah, and so when you talk about that, and I like that topic, this kingdom perspective, it's not just merely there's a virus, the virus is dangerous, and we need to be careful. It's all that the virus... And the lockdowns, the responses to the virus mean politically and culturally 
and socially and all those different aspects. And they even, you know, you might think, well, what does an eight-year-old have to do with those things? Oh, no. An eight-year-old is connected on all of those fronts. Mm-hmm. And an eight-year-old and even younger are connecting the dots politically. They're connecting mm-hmm. the dots socially and culturally. And so we want to be very uh, intentional in the way that we help them to see beyond all that stuff and see the kingdom. But let me tell you what's certainly not going to happen. You're not going to be able to do that with your children in parenting if you're not doing that personally. Mm-hmm. It, what you'll produce in your children is what's being produced in your own life. Mm-hmm. And, and so we see this oftentimes with people who are struggling the most with this are struggling with uh, my world is changing and I can't control that. And when we think about our kids, you know, that's a big thing that they struggle with. They're experiencing that same process. Mm-hmm. Schools are different. We have a, a senior this year. Our son is a senior in high school. And there's a, a plethora of things that will be very different for him. Mm-hmm. Prom, graduation, mm-hmm. his senior football season. Right, um, even college, this whole college experience of heading to school, he doesn't have to score so well on the SATs. They're not even really looking at them this year. And, you know, virtual visits to college, I mean, it's kind of unreal, uh, the experience difference between when we went to school and and now. However, he is still going to school But more importantly, he asked the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you're spending so much time with them. I, I know you and I have talked about the blessing that quarantine has been, mm-hmm. being able to see. Now, granted, let me tell you, quarantine's no fun. It's just no fun at all. And wearing a mask and and not having businesses open and not being able to do Maybe the things that you want. What to you do. meant to say is we've chosen to see the blessing. Yeah, like and it's not even that we've just made the blessing up. I, I think that, it's reflection. It certainly. The what we what we recognized is that we wouldn't have noticed some things if we hadn't been around if we hadn't slowed down and spent more time together. 
And maybe that says we should have been slowing down. We should have been spending more time together. Mm -hmm. But my point is, it was that quarantine that forced us to do that. And then we saw some things in our family that Mm -hmm. needed to be addressed. Right. Especially as we consider parenting. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to look at the quarantine now and say, wow, Lord, thank you for showing us what we were missing, for showing us what we didn't see. And so I think that that we have the opportunity, each of us, to look at our family dynamics, our children's, mm-hmm. the the situation they're in, and also not just to see it and be very aware of it and then speak to it, um, what the Lord might be doing in that slowdown or revealing to us in that slowdown, but to help our kids see it in the same light, like to help our 16-year-old and our 19-year-old and our 8-year-old see it as, whoa, this is a potential God moment where he's wanting you to see some value in places you've undervalued, right? to invest in things that you've underinvested in or divested in, right? You've Mm -hmm. just not any longer continued to invest there. All of those areas, I believe, are going to revolve around walking with him, relationship with him, seeing him properly and moving closer and closer to him spiritually. Now, you know, a lot of those areas are uber practical. They're just, you know, our middle daughter got her license during quarantine. Uh, that'll be something that she Both says. Both of our older children had major birthdays, 18 and 16 during yeah. COVID. And yet life went on. I, I think that is the part of this that we can struggle with. What have our children missed in this? No, 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 no. That's the wrong question. Yeah. What am I allowing God to do in them during this is the right question, right? We know Philippians 1, 6, it says, And so I am sure, I am confident that God who began this good work in you will carry it on until the finished day of Christ Jesus. Listen, pandemic, slowing things down, wearing a mask, not being able to go many places does not stop the work of Christ in you unless you let it. It doesn't stop Christ in any manner of completing the work in you. But we can often stop Christ from doing the work He desires to do in us when we are unwilling to pause and see the the real kingdom work taking place. Because we can fix our eyes on this world and this kingdom and not see the spiritual kingdom work at hand. And so I guess the first thing that we're really saying in this conversation about parenting is that as parents, we need to be very aware of what God's doing in the midst of quarantine, in the midst of chaos, what He's showing us as parents as it pertains to deepening relationship, the relationship of our children with Him, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. There are real litmus tests that you could apply to your the temperature or the climate of your home. If in this, on the tail end of this, if your home has not been one with joy or it has not experienced more laughter than normal, if it has not cried together more than you have in a normal year, mm-hmm. then I, I would propose that maybe your focus was on some real carnal things that may not make any eternal difference. And 
it is so easy to be distracted. And, and this isn't a place to condemn or judge. It's a place to say, Lord, I don't want to end this pandemic and not have learned or grown in every way you intended. Yeah. I don't want to lose this opportunity. Um, our conversations at home have really been with our older kids who have seen—they've they've seen our friends not be friends with us anymore. They have seen uh, relationships end over this mess. And, and for them, that is the hard things to reconcile. Where our kids, the young one, hasn't seen any of that or doesn't observe and calculate those things, right? And, of course, we don't talk about that in front of our young one. But our older kids— are very aware. Um, they've talked to us about relationships of their friends that have ended because of political differences or um, to vaccine or not to vaccine. Right. And and that's mind-blowing to me that that is becoming the function and operation of relationships today. Mm. If you don't believe what I believe, we can't be in relationship. And so I think we are in a season with older children that parents, we must be very aware of the depression and anxiety that is very um, available to our kids because they are trying to reconcile some things that have never been a part of their life. Meanwhile, not being able to to get out, to experience life in the same way either. And it's very easy to, to find them. If, if you've had some behavioral differences, um, I would first ask the Lord, are there some depression and anxiety things going on here? I mean, you're kind of superhuman if this hasn't affected you in some way, right? Yeah. I mean, it has. And so the goal isn't for this to not affect you. It's what do we do with it? How do we give it to the Lord? How do we teach our kids to walk in faith? It's it's not to teach them that nothing can bother me because I'm a child of God. No, it's how do we deal with these things as children and children of God? So there's a lot of things that have appeared in our home that I don't know that we would have seen or even possibly dealt with before. But some symptoms that we've had to address, but they've created some really good. And it, it you know, it, it's to recognize that it's the 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 potential symptom. The cause of that symptom could be very much inflamed by the mm-hmm. the quarantine, right? And so, by the situation, not the quarantine, but just the pandemic, the situation of dealing with new stressors in life, with having right. life changed so quickly. Um, new demands and expectations, uh, new ways of fulfilling those demands and expectations. All, all of that stuff is going to impact kids mm-hmm. differently. And and our job is not to remove the pressure, but to help them understand who to go to, how to turn mm-hmm. to the Lord, how to walk with Him, how to how to work that out with God, mm-hmm. rather than simply saying. You know, or presenting a picture of superhuman (laughs) strength where nothing impacts me, and Mm -hmm. and, or some ridiculous 
floating through life kind of concept where I'm just always happy and I just nothing in, nothing ever changes my mood. I just float through life. No, mm-hmm. listen, there's real challenges that are being faced. Right. There's real relational things that are going on, real struggles. Yeah, I think this has been a great opportunity for authentic faith rather than institutional faith. And for us and and how we have decided together to raise our children, we've never wanted to hide what God is doing from our kids. And we've we've chosen to not parent by uh, guarding or shielding or not letting them see things in life. We've rather decided to let them have experiences or maybe a better way to say that is I I want them to face things while they're still in my home before they're out of my home and they don't know what to do with them. Right, right. And so we have always parented in in the value of I want to teach them how to deal with life than to keep life from dealing with them. Because at some point, you cannot keep life from dealing with your child. They will, if you're doing your job, grow up and become adults and have to deal with life, right? So we've wanted to help them engage that while still in our home. And so this has been a year of, wow, we've done this really well and we've done this poorly, (laughs) you know? And how can we um, allow the Lord to reconcile some things? That's so good. And, you know, it. I, I think what you just said is really good for all of us to hear. And that is that the Lord is really gracious with points of adjustment. Mm-hmm. It's oftentimes that we come across situations either in our marriages, in our relationships, or with our children, where it's just very obvious, ooh, I need to adjust. I need to right. adjust that. That's a little too harsh or it's a little too gracious or it's a little too this or that, whatever, I need to adjust it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you 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 can, but oftentimes when we come across those moments of adjustment, our first response is guilt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a bad parent or I've not done that. Well, I've ruined my kid. No, no, you've not ruined your kid, but there does need to be an adjustment. That mm-hmm. adjustment doesn't speak to your quality. It doesn't speak to their quality. It speaks to a method that needs adjusted, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've noticed, Lynn and I, in our home, that there has been some of that. We, we mm-hmm. were moving at such a pace that we wouldn't have seen yeah. the mm-hmm. adjustments needed unless we'd slowed down. And that slowdown really was involuntary. And. Not only did we see things in our children, we saw things in our own heart that we had to allow the Lord to adjust yeah. as parents and as people. And I'm telling you, I, I truly believe this has been a season of the Lord purifying His church. Well, how how does that begin? It begins in the heart of each believer because we are the church. And I believe that this season has brought about things in our heart that we've had no choice but to deal with. And either the fruit of our heart was one that reflected Christ or it didn't. And we had to deal with it. And, And the same in the home. There are things that we saw, patterns, maybe schedules or 
or, or behaviors that you step back and go, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know how this creeped in here, but it doesn't reflect Christ. And now we need to do something about it. Yep. And so over the next several weeks, we're going to talk about different topics. Uh, next week, we'll start with the topic of discipline. I think I've seen a, a lack of discipline in this season because parents feel bad. Oh, I hate to discipline because... The, it's already so hard for them, and right? I already feel so bad yeah. for them, and they're already missing this Parents, or that. Parents, no, 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 no. That is such a trap. And so we'll talk about discipline. Discipline from Scripture, right? All throughout Scripture, it talks about what discipline does for your children, but for you. Um, it talks about as a parent that when you discipline a child, you'll have peace in your heart, right? Because you understand what you have sown into their life. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to start talking about discipline, and then we'll begin to talk about some of the practical parts of parenting in a pandemic. How do we have conversations that might be difficult, right? Um, and so we're looking forward to the next several weeks as we hit on topics that relate to parenting in the pandemic. So we're excited, and I hope you're excited. Remember, if you have questions or comments or even, hey, I really want to hear about this. I'm struggling with this in my family or with my kids, and I want, I'd love for you and Mark, you and Lynn, to comment on this or talk about it or share your perspective on it. We are open to hearing all those things and look forward to that. You can email us at reallife@visitlife.org. Thank you for tuning in and for joining us this week of Real Life Podcast, Indicator, Illinois.